Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism, and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. You don't sound excited. You don't sound excited. If you are excited as I am, clap your hands all you learn. Shout with a voice of triumph. Give Jesus glory. Give Jesus praise. He's worthy. He deserves it. Jesus, we bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence. Speak to us in a way that we'll understand. Open our eyes that we'll behold wondrous things through your word. We give you praise. We give you glory. Grant me the tongue of the learned that I may speak a word in season to anyone who's weary. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Are you happy to be in church this morning? All right. Great, great, great. I'm excited to be your preacher this morning. I got a tender a couple of years ago and I accepted it. (laughs) So I'm happy to be performing this tender. Amen. And today I'm preaching from one of my favorite books called Seven Great Principles. This is one of my, this book and key facts is one of, they are my favorite books in the set of books, of course, and loyalty and disloyalty. I'm one of the top dogs in the loyalty empire. Yeah, top dog. Yeah, top dog. German Shepherd. Do you get it? Yeah. So, um, this book is written by my pastor, father, and prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, yours truly. And I want to share a few truths with you. Amen. Second Peter, you see, God expects us to grow as Christians. God expects, God is expecting us to grow. That we should not be children, babies all the time. That we should grow as Christians. So it says, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse number 17 and 18 says, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye have these things before, beware lest ye also be led away with the error of the wicked. 
fall from your own steadfastness. These scriptures are not new scriptures. They have been in the Bible since the Bible was written. And I'm not reading them because of current occurrences. We read them all the time. It's just working you the wrong way now. Yeah, but that's in the Bible. It says, instead of going astray, rather grow in grace. Verse 18. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to him be glory both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Growth, spiritual growth is not just for children, but it's for everyone. There's nobody here, including the pastor, who's past growth. God is expecting us to grow. Actually, what God wants, where God wants us to get to is to get to the level of Jesus. To the level of Jesus. So it says, I think Ephesians 4, it says, verse 4, 12, it says, till you, be, you come in the fullness and the stature of the measure of Christ. It's not this one, you find it, it's there. Is this one? Yeah. 13. Okay, so just next door. I was close. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. Say unity of the faith. And of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Who is a perfect man? He now explains what, who a perfect man is. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Until you become like Jesus, you cannot stop growing. I said, until we become like Jesus, we cannot stop growing. Until we become like Jesus, you and I cannot stop growing. And spiritual growth is governed also by seven great principles. And these are the principles I want us to run through today by the grace of God. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers, okay? Yeah. In this life, all you need for this life is Jesus and a good mother, and you are fine. Yeah, I'm blessed to have a very fantastic mother. Yeah. I'm sure you're also blessed with a good mother. I'm sure you are. You just have to notice it. Hallelujah. So principle number one, after you are born again, accept that you are either a spiritual baby, a spiritual child, or a spiritual adult. I say it again. After you are born again, accept that you are either a spiritual baby, a spiritual child, or a spiritual adult. By the end of this preaching, my prayer is that you will find your level. Amen? You will find your level so you know what to do. Amen? So, there are three stages of spiritual growth. Number one is the baby stage. First Peter 2, 2, the Bible says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. So it tells you, as new, the Bible describes us as newborn babes. It means babes. It's like a baby. You see, babes is like a romantic something that people say. Babes. You get it. Uh-huh. And you feel very good. But when you get out of romance, it's not a good thing. When you come into the faith, being a babe, it's not so. When next time your husband calls you babe 
or your wife calls you babes, ask her, are you talking spiritually or you are talking romantically so that I know my level? Yeah. Yeah, and some of you shouldn't ask because you are a baby on both sides. So just don't start a confusion. But by this series, you are growing up. Number two, you can also be a child. A spiritual child. Ephesians 4.14 said that we henceforth be no more children. Now, I'll give you proper characteristics of this. As I, they, they reappear in the next principle. So, I don't want to let you know the way it is. Uh-huh. Henceforth, that we be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried away by every wind of doctrine, and the slide of men, and cunning craft, by the lying wait to deceive. So you can see here that we can also be children. So you can be a spiritual child. You see, spiritual growth is like physical growth. There's a baby, then the baby becomes a child, then the child becomes an adult. Do you you understand? Good. And then the next type you can be is a spiritual adult. Hebrews 5, I'm reading from verse 2, it says, For when... For the time ye ought to be teachers, you must be teachers. Ye have need that one teach you again, which is the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become as such as have need of milk. Okay, it's babies who have need of milk and not strong meat. Babies drink meat. Adults eat clope. Yes, we eat meat. Chisanyama. <laughs> For everyone that you said milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. He doesn't know how to chew lope and chew and pull them. But if you give him now, he can't chew. He will, he will suck it. Ah, it can't even choke him. Do you get it? Uh-huh. That's babies. But we are mature. We eat meat. For he is a babe. But strong meat. Verse 14, belong to them that are full of age or them that are matured or them that are adults. Even those who by, the, by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern good and evil. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So these are the three stages and you are, you are one of them. You are one of them. I won't ask where are you, but you know. Do you get it? You are one of them. You are either babe, lighty, or an adult. You are one of them. Do you get it? I'm also one of them. Do you see it? No. So, principle number two. After you are born again, now listen to the next principle. They will explain principle number one. After you are born again, you become a spiritual baby and are dominated by the flesh. After you are born again, you become a spiritual baby and you are dominated by the flesh. How do you know somebody who is a baby? You know by what dominates the person. You see, what controls the person. So if the person is controlled by the flesh, the person is a baby. Baby, 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 baby. Ephesians chapter 2. I read verse 1 to 3. It says, And ye had he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in time past 
Ye walk according to the cause of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, that spirit that works in the children of disobedience. Among who you also had your former behavior, or had your behavior in time past, in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others. When somebody is a baby, he fulfills the desires of his flesh. When you see a baby, I mean, they can't control themselves. Anything their flesh feels like doing, they do. Do you get it? They, 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 they wee-wee anywhere. They, 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 they make a pool anywhere. And anytime they pass gas, you can be throwing them up like this, not then they'll give a boom. Anytime. That's a baby. Do you get a baby, baby? That's a baby. Do you get it? Even the president can be here. They don't care. If it's a boy, sometimes even you are changing them. So you take off the nappy and you want to clean them, not them. They fire an arc. They fire a missile which comes like an arc. And if you are somebody who, has, who is giving to talking, you will be talking. It will enter into your mouth straight. Hallelujah. Bros. Brose, please, okay. Just out of respect, eh? please, thank you. God bless you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Yeah, it's a baby. Follows the flesh. Sometimes, and, and in the church, you see spiritual babies. They'll come to church all right. They love the Lord. They are born again, okay. But they, they fornicate also, which is a spiritual they gossip at times which is a spiritual we they backbite at times which is a spiritual vomiting do you get it? it's like they do all these things but they are Christians they are controlled by the flesh if the flesh wants they, they satisfy the appetites and desires and the cravings and the lusts of the flesh so sometimes you can have Christians who have been around for a long time, but they are babies. Yeah, they are babies. Even pastors who are babies. Yeah, Christians, shepherds, center leaders, old ladies, old men, old young boys. I mean, they've been in the church, soloists, instrumentalists, keyboardists, drummers, pick takers, video takers, internet, internet uh, service holders. Media, 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 rest. Babies. Dancing stars. As for dancing stars, I don't want to talk. Dancing stars, baby, they are doing this move. It's from the nightclub yesterday. Babies. Oh, crap. When you see them doing like this, it's from yesterday's party. But it's like the papalas they've brought to church. But because they came to rehearsal in the afternoon, they still remember the move, so they come and do. Check their sweet papa. Hey, check their sweet papa. Last night they were at the club. They were club their sweet papa. Hey, club. The same thing. Yeah. Satisfy the cravings. You feel like slapping somebody right now, you slap the person. babies are like um, religious unbelievers. Unbelievers who are religious. Unbelievers who are religious, they will go to church, 
they will, they will say nice things, but they will still do anything they want to do. They are not born again. Some of us have parents who are unbelievers. Do you get it? But they are religious. Do you get it? They like religious things, but they are unbelievers. So they will, they will say good things about the church, and then when they finish, they take, they drink their fishy girl, and then they put it down. Then they say, ah, that your pastor is very nice. Eh? Ah. Then they'll drink another, glug, 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 glug. then they'll put it, hey! your pastor in fact I'm yet to see a, a pastor like that very very nice gentleman God has blessed his wife ah, then they'll take their um, what do you call it Boom. then they put the you are just like that you are born again alright but you satisfy the desires of the, your flesh now the bible says the works of the flesh Galatians 5 19 are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Look, the King James is even too... Do you have the NIV? You have not. We need to get NIV. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, this is NLT, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality. Number one. Impurity, number two. Unclean, no, go to my, my Bible. Lustful pleasures. It's like pleasures, wild pleasures. I mean, you alone, you can have sex with four people at the same time. Lustful pleasures, wild things. The battery, wild Wild, raging sins, lasts. Yeah, you can go to parties. At the party, there are 20 people. Everybody can sleep with everybody. I mean, we are sleeping with everybody. We are all here. Yeah. What, what do you call it? Orgies in the Bible. But what do you call it in, 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 in Ezanzi, South Africa? You know it. You don't want to tell me. You don't tell me. It's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah, you bring them. It's like smalls. You have brought everybody in and everybody is ramping. Yeah, some of you have been there before. The way you are looking at me with your makeup, what is this that he's talking about? He, no, you have been there before. Strangers, people you don't know. You don't even know their names. Yeah. So idolatry, sorcery, hostility. Anger issues, hostility. This had oh, look, it's you say, me, that's how I am. That's not it's the works of the flesh. Oh, it's my temperament. No, it's the works of the flesh. I know it's the fit temperament, but it's the works of the flesh. Yeah, it's the works of it's the flesh is working. Anger, outburst of anger, jealousy, outburst of anger. I mean, you meet people, they always have an opinion. They want to always say something. They all, you see, we are all, we are starting the church at 10 o'clock. Oh, why can't we start at 9? If you tell those same people, let's start at 9, say, why can't we start at 10? So, this guy, he can talk. Oh, it, it would have been good if we had him here during the struggle. It's the works of the flesh. Anger, always in discord. You don't agree with anything. You always have to disagree with something. But, pastor, what if, 
what if, watch out for all those what if people. The flesh. Selfish ambitions. Selfish ambitions. You alone, you want to take the church. So that you want to take the Zulu kingdom. You have taken the Zulu kingdom to court. That you want to take half of the Zulu kingdom. If the, the wife before you, the king before you, the wife are taking half of the Zulu kingdom. It's like from here all the way to Josini. They are taking the people. Would you have come to meet some of the Zulu kingdom left? Hello? And this one we don't agree. But when it happens in the church, we say we agree. Shame on you. Liars and hypocrites. When it's happening to the Zulu kingdom, you don't agree. But when it's happening in the church, you say yes. I, I, I think I agree with him. Shame on you. Hypocrites and liars. Work, works of the, the works of the flesh is the work. So when you are into these things, just know that you are a baby. You are dominated by your flesh. You might easily have a repeat of last week. Dissensions, divisions, envies, drunkenness, wild parties, and so on and so forth. That's how, that's, you know that you are dealing with babies. You are dominated by babies. First Corinthians 3, 1 to 3 says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spirituals, but unto canals, even unto babies. You can't discuss bills with babies. You can't discuss responsibility with babies. So in the church, you can't discuss, let's do this, let's do... You can't, you can't have such a conversation with you. You are a baby. You are controlled by the flesh. You can't discuss. I mean, you can't... I mean, imagine I go, I tell my children, we have to pay electricity. They say, really? Where? Where? How? Why do we have to pay? But the electricity is there. That's what they will tell me. Babies. And some of you are like that. Babies. That's what, even when we are taking an offering, you won't even bother. You won't even bat an eye. An eye. You won't even move one coffee or bam to give an offering. One. Move it to take out the offering. You will not. You are a baby. Yeah, babies only eat. They don't give anybody anything. They just eat. They won't give any, and they cry always crying. Watch out! Crying is 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 a fleshly thing. You don't cry with your spirit. You cry with your flesh. So they always cry. Eh, they didn't come and visit me. Nah. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't call me. Nah. Meanwhile, they won't visit anybody. They won't call anybody. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, celebrate my birthday. Nah. They didn't give me a gift on my birthday. Nah. They didn't. Nah. Babies. Yeah. Find your level so that you can grow. He didn't say, I love you when he woke up in the morning. Nah. A wife. Nah. He didn't smile at me when he woke up. Nah. Do you know the dream he had when he slept? Look, it has to take him some time to start smiling. But you see, it come, nah. He didn't call me when I was at work. Nah. He didn't write my name on the door. Nah. He didn't put me on his status. Nah. He didn't. Nah. 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 Babies. He didn't say happy Mother's Day. Are you my mother? Are you my mother? He didn't say happy Mother's Day to, 
to me. Are you my mother? Let your children say happy Mother's Day to you. I'm also saying happy Mother's Day to my mother. Are you my mother? Since when did you become my mother? Call your children, put them in a choir, and let them sing happy Mother's Day to you. When did I become one of their children? When I'm busy telling my mother happy, be- happy Mother's Day, where are you? you are, he didn't say happy Mother's Day to me. Nyah, nyah. Babies. And you, because you have been calling me babes, babes, so you think I'm one of their children. Don't call me babes again. Don't you know my name? Call me by the name my mother gave to me. Call me by that name. Don't call me babes again. <laughs> Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Applaud the Jesus. Applaud the Jesus. Dominated by the flesh. Principle number three. The ending of the verse, he says, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For he that you are not able to bear it. You are a baby, you can't handle it. Neither yet now are you able to bear it. There are some teachings you can't teach babies. You can't. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there's envying and strife and division amongst you, are you not carnal and walk as men? Principle number three. After you are born again, you become a spiritual child and are dominated by the flesh and sometimes by the spirit. So when you are a baby, you are just dominated by the flesh. But when you are a spiritual child, Sometimes you are dominated by the spirit, sometimes by the flesh. That's where the confusion is. You have a lot of children masquerading, parading as spiritual adults, but they are children. Mm, You have to say mercy because it's coming close. I'm coming in hot. Ephesians chapter 4. I said even pastors can be children. I'm coming to show you a great pastor in the Bible was a child. Verse 4 says that ye henceforth be no more children. So now he's talking about characteristics of children. Pause to and fro, to and fro, to and fro, and carried about by every wind of doctrine and by the slight of men and their cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait. To deceive. When you are dealing with children, they are tossed to and fro. When you're dealing with a Christian child, one of the things is that you are not, there's uncertainty and instability. You can't be sure of the person's loyalty. You can't be sure. You cannot be sure of the person's loyalty. You are dealing with, this is the church is very quiet. I told you it's coming close. And it's coming in hot. You can't be sure of the person's stand. He says, you are tossed about and carried about on every wind of doctrine. Somebody preaches a doctrine, then you, hey, and preach another, oh, I'm back. So when you come on Sunday and I fire it hot like this, then you stand like that. Then during the week, when you go on Facebook and you see that they say people who are loyal are dogs, then you go like this and it's tossed about. Children. Yeah, Children. Children. 
be sure of their loyalty. I was, I'm coming to temptations of all levels. You will see that at every level there's a temptation. Depending on your level and the type of, type of temptation that come your way. If th- these two principles, three principles don't show you your level, the temptations will show you your level. Instability. Uncertainty. We are uncertain about your stability. We are uncertain about your loyalty. We are uncertain about what you believe. Yeah, you know, you, when you are dealing with an adult, you, no shaking. You know that, oh yes, that thing is pinching all of us, but no shaking. No, oh, pastor, you know, hey, me, I believe in my heart. Why don't we see it? Why don't we see it? If you believe in your you'll be in the street defending us by now. And I just want to mind my own babies. We are, we are uncertain. Maybe even you are fully loyal, but we are uncertain. We are uncertain. When we see you, you don't show marks of it. Marks of stability. Marks of uncertainty. We don't know the day you will leave the church. Yeah, we don't know. We are just watching. So we come to your church and say, oh, is it today? Oh, it's not today. It's next week. Okay. The next week, I say, ah, glory be to God. The next week, we come, oh, David's place was empty. The, the next week, you have to say, ah, like that. Children. 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 I mean, my children, anybody's house, they go to, the persons make food for them. They say, oh, hey, this food is the nicest food in the world. Let's go to Auntie May's house. Then I say, ah, I've been feeding you for 16 good years. Some with breast, some with milk, and some with normal food. 16 good years. You have eaten, you have grown, you are as tall as a skyscraper. But you say Auntie Melanie's jacket is the nicest jacket, is the nicest food in the world. Since when? Have you asked Auntie, Mel- Auntie Melanie's child whether she likes the jacket? She wants to run away from the jacket. It's a child, so it's like everything. Something is nice. Your eyes twinkle to everything that is around. This one is nice here. This thing is nice here. I want to go here. I want to go here. I want to go. When you are mature, you know that this is where I am. I belong here. This is my house. This is my house. This is my house. This is my house. And there's no doubt. When your mother sees you, she's not having a doubt that, ah, my son is trying to change his name. I mean, I remember a, a, a son who, when he grew up, he wanted to change his name to his father's name. And the mother said, oh, no problem. I know you. Changing your name will not change because he had his mother's name. When you are born, your father is the one who's supposed to name you. But when father is not there, the mother has to play that role. And God bless all mothers who have played both mother and father. God bless you. It's, it, you are superheroes. You are, you are superheroes. I'm telling you, you have no idea. You, the work that you do, it takes superheroes like Captain Planet, Ben 10, all these people with superpowers. To do the work that spider man, spider woman, snake woman, not snake woman, um, something spider, <laughs> some powers. I don't know the new powers, I don't know the new, but you are like Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, so this guy wanted to change his name to his father's name to honor his father. The mother said, Oh, no problem, because I know you, it won't change, it won't change. It's not changing your name from your mother's name to your father's name it will change how much you care about me and everything. Yes, we are sure. Now, the deception, sometimes they are in the spirit and sometimes they are in the flesh. 
So you can't tell. So when they are in the spirit, so this sister is very spiritual. Child. Child. This brother is very spiritual. Child. Because sometimes, a good example is Samson. Samson. He will sit as the judge of Israel, the judge of God's people. Then after he has finished judging them, you will see him with a prostitute. He will go to a prostitute. Back into the flesh. He will go to war and fight for God and for God's people. I stand against this loyalty. Everything. After, then he goes to catch 1,000 foxes. Then he ties their tails and sits on fire. Can you imagine how much time it takes it to take a person to catch even one fox? But he alone, he will catch 1,000. It's like a game. It's like a game. Catch 1,000 foxes and set their tail. Use a lighter. And it's like he's lighting um, a spliff or a blunt. Like that. Then like 1,000 of them. Can you imagine? And then Sunday he's the pastor. He come and sit on the, on the and judge that. He, he, look, something is like Moses. He like all the prophets. God used him in a season to judge his people. Yeah, but when he finishes, he go and catch foxes. You don't even catch dogs or sheep who are already at one place. Foxes who are in the bush and running, you go into the bush and go and find all of them and catch them and set their tails on fire. One thousand. I mean, he was counting up to one thousand. Yeah. One thousand. Children. Children. Another thing about children also is that you can't sit at one place for a long time. Galatians chapter 5. If you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill. I say, let the Holy Spirit guide you. I'm reading from the NLT. Then you won't do, you won't be doing the things of the sinful, the things the sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just opposite to what the spirit wants. The spirit gives us desires that are opposite to the sinful nature. These two forces are constantly fighting one another. So you are not able to feel free to carry out your good intentions. Principle number next one. The church is too quiet. When you are, when you are spiritually mature, you are dominated by the spirit. When you are spiritually mature, you are dominated. You are controlled by the spirit. The way the church is quiet, it's almost like I've said, I've stepped on a landmine. John 15, I'm reading from verse 1. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth fruit, beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every brand that beareth fruit, he purges, that it may bring forth much fruit. Now you are clean through the words I have spoken to you. Verse 4. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abideth in the vine. No more can ye, except you abide in me. So Jesus is saying here that as we abide in him, as we stay in Christ, what happens is that we bring forth fruit. We bring forth fruit. What are these fruits? These are what we call the fruit of the Spirit. So these things start to show Galatians 5.22. You know where we are going. Let's flip there. Galatians 5.22 says, 
now the fruit of the spirit. So when you are spiritual, we begin to see these things. So those of you who say you are spiritual, these are the things we want to see in your life. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. Joy is not because you are sanguine. So this guy is sanguine or so he likes to be happy. It's not for Orlando Pirates, say happy people. No, 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 no. Every Christian who is matured has joy. Love, joy, peace. Peace, long-suffering, gentleness. Gentleness, what taking me to goodness? Gentleness. You can't be in the church and be so rough like a toad. You can't be in Christ and be so rough. Yeah, so rough. You make your nails to scratch people's faces. So rough. But it says gentleness. Gentleness. Gentle. Deal with people gently. Gently. Don't, deal with, I mean, don't rough people up. Some of you ladies can rough people up by just your eyes. They want to say hello to you, but they look on your face. It's like, I don't want any problem. The way your mouth is sharp. I don't want any problem. I mind my own business. Yeah, gentility. Ah. Brothers, learn to be gentle. Don't you see the way the sisters are soft? Be gentle towards them. You can't play with them like boys. Ah. I mean, justice, be gentle. You can't play with them like you are playing with boys. Yes, I'm afraid to. I'm to. He grand. And you are talking to a girl. You can't look at the girl and say, he grand. Oh, be nice. So, hello, babes. How are you, babes? When you see her, say, Faith, he grand. All right. Ah, why? Why? Sharp. Sharp Buddha. <laughs> them like boys. They are girls. They are soft. They are gentle. Some of them. Malleable. Goodness. Faith. Meekness. 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 Ah! You're already tall and you want to lift yourself. Even your height is irritating. Then you want to stand on your toes also. Meekness, humble yourself, humble yourself, come down, be meek, be meek, come down. You say you are a spiritual person, come down, come down. Say, uh, what do they think they are? Uh, it's bushness. Let me be honest with you. Maybe no crash. You know, some people didn't go to crash, then they turned seven, then they went to grade one. Maybe you didn't have teacher Brenda to teach you A's for. A is for Abraham, the father of men. B is for Bethlehem, where Jesus was born. C is for Cain, who killed his brother. D is for what? David, who killed Goliath. E is for what? Emmanuel, God's with us. F is for what? Favor, which comes from above. After F, we go away. Yeah, that's how it is. To an escort crash, so they told A is for arrest, B for bail, C for what crime, D for what docket, 
detain drugs. E for evidence. Escape or F for fire arms. G for guns. H for what? Hustlers. Temperance against that, there's no law. So when you are spiritual, we'll begin to see this. My, you are temper, you can be controlled, you can be spoken to. Some of you cannot be spoken to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ask your pastor, I can't speak to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you take me on and you start to argue, hey, it will not be good for me. Yeah, can't speak to you. Can't speak. Your mother can't speak to you. Your grandmother can't speak to you. Your pastor cannot speak to you. Even the president cannot speak to you. Pastor, how do you know? The president said, wear a mask. You don't wear a mask. You are always walking around. Nobody can talk to you. Temperance, you know, you can't be cooled down. You alone. What is fooling there? The arrogance, the shenanigans, the pomps, the pomp, and the pomposity. What is fooling it? You can't be. You, you, like, we can't. We can't cool you down. I mean, you, you are temperate. You can be told, oh no, don't do that. It's okay. Let it go. You can't even be told to let something go. Yeah, nobody can talk to you to let something go. Yeah, let God sort it out. You say you are a Christian. You say you are a man of God. Don't you know God? Don't you know God? Can't he sort things out? Ah! I want to tell you a story, but I can't tell you because my time is going. <laughs> Look, a certain guy, he has been hustling in London for years. His son has just secured a soccer contract with a football team. God can just change your life one day like that. Boom. Yeah, you know how much these soccer people earn? Millions. I read Jesse Lingard. He said when they were young, they didn't have anything. His father used all the money he worked for to look after all of them. So now that he's earning almost 200,000 pounds a week, he gives most of it to his father. Yeah, when he gets the two, maybe they take taxes, left with $100,000 in a week, seven days a week. Whether he plays or he doesn't play. Whether he plays for West Ham or not, United will pay it. He'll give, he, he, the 100,000, he give his father like 60,000, 70,000. Because he doesn't need 30,000, it's too much to chop within seven days for him. God can change your life like that. Boom. So everything you want to sort it out with you. When you know how to fight by yourself, God stops fighting for you. Principle number, we are finishing. No Makanjani. <laughs> Principle number five. There are levels of temptation. There are three levels of temptation. Principle number five. There are three levels of temptation. Temptations of a baby, temptations of a child, and temptations of the mature. There are three levels of temptation. Temptations of a baby, temptations of a child, and temptations of a mature person. Now from here, you can see that even if you are mature, you are tempted. There's temptation at all levels. Because depending on your level and what God requires from you, and depending on your level and what the devil knows he can get you with. So let's look at the three levels of temptation. When it comes to a baby, the temptation is temptations of the flesh. The flesh. The flesh wants to do this. 
Will you give in to it? The flesh wants to do this. Will you give in to it? When it comes to a child, it is temptations of stability, conviction, and loyalty. So those of you who are struggling with loyalty is revealing that you are children. Why do I have fruit? You know, do you see children 16 years, 17 who have had babies? Are they adults? They are adulterous, but are they adults? Yeah. This is the real thing. Conviction, what you believe. What you believe. Stability and loyalty. These are the temptations of children. They, they are tossed to and fro. Should I stay? Should I go? Should I stay? Should I go? Pam, 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 pam. Yeah, that's it. Don't worry, don't worry. We are not playing now. We are very serious. And then the adult, spiritual adult, the temptation is obedience. 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 In the first temptation of Jesus in Luke chapter 4, Bible says that, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, returned to Jordan and was led into the wilderness, being tempted 40 days of the devil. And in those days, he did not eat. And when they ended, and when they were ended afterwards, he hungered. And the devil said unto him, if thou be the son of God, command these sons to be made bread. And Jesus answered, as it is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the father. The devil came immediately, then he gave Jesus a temptation that had to do with his flesh. Turn these stones into bread and eat it. Because you are hungry. You're hungry. Many, many, many babies, many babies, when we are fasting, they can't fast. They want to eat. Satisfy their flesh. So babies can't fast. They'll eat. Yeah. So he came to turn Jesus' flesh level, baby level temptation. Turn this into, into bread and eat it. If you are really the son of God. Jesus said, I look at you. You don't even understand spirituality. Man doesn't live by bread. It's not only bread that we eat. We add polony to it at times. <laughs> Next one. Next verse, please. And the devil, taking him into the, a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Verse 6. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee. And the glory of them, for that, for that is, delivered unto, is delivered unto me, and whomsoever I give it to. Verse 7. If thou will worship me, all shall be thine. Second temptation to test Jesus. If he really believes what he said he believed, he will be loyal to God or loyal to the devil. You thought it wasn't in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Attempting whether he'll be you, your convictions, your stability. Will you shift to the side of the devil or shift to the side of God? Will you stay on the side of God or you make a sharp left to the devil? Next one. And Jesus said unto him, eh, Satan, get thee behind me, foolish boy, just get away. Thou shalt not worship, thou shalt, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Jesus said, look, eh, me, you can call me a dog, or a top dog, dog, uh, but this is where I stand. I cannot move. I cannot be moved. Loyalty, faithfulness, conviction. Yeah, that's the temptation of a child. 
Even if I finish here, I go home, I think my work is done. Next verse. And he brought him to Jerusalem. And set him, he took him by Uber, brought him to Jerusalem. And set him upon the pinnacle of the temple. And said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down from hence. Ten. For it is written, he shall give. So he also now started to use scriptures. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. Eleven. And their hands, they shall bear thee in their hands. They shall, and in their hands, they shall lest at any time thou dash your foot against the stone. The devil is reading the Bible. You don't want to read the Bible. And Jesus answered unto you and said, it is said thou shalt not tempt the Lord. The devil was forcing him to obey. Forcing Jesus to obey him. Jesus said, hey, hey, hey. Obedience, you are so laughable. Obey you, we only serve God. We only obey God. So when you are a mature Christian, the problem is not your flesh. No, once in a while you may sleep here and there, but that's not your problem. The problem is not where you stand, whether you are here or there. The problem is obedience. So the Bible says, and the Lord has said to Abraham, Genesis chapter 12, and so Get thee out of your country, out of your country, out of your into a land which I will show you. And I will bless you, I will make you good. And Abraham did as the Lord had commanded. Obedience. If you look at all the prophets you see in the Bible, they obeyed God. Obedience. So when Saul disobeyed God, God said, ah, children, go back to children level. Yeah. Principle number, next one. Number what? Six. After you are born again, after you are born again, your spiritual age does not correspond with your natural age. Your spiritual age doesn't correspond with your natural age. Luke chapter 3, I'm reading 21 to 20. Now when all people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in the shape of a dove. And a voice came from heaven and said, Thou art my beloved son. In thee I am well pleased. And Jesus himself, verse 23, began to be about 30 years of age, being the son of Joseph. And then being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli or Heli. Hallelujah. Look, after you are born again, your age doesn't correspond with your spiritual age. What does it mean? When you are born again, the fact that you are 42 doesn't mean you are 42 spiritually. You are 13. doesn't mean you are 13. There are children who are more spiritually mature than adults. Here, as I'm standing here, I'm not the oldest person here. I mean, I'm 32 years. I'm not that old. Except with only one year, then I'll catch up with Jesus. You get it. But it doesn't mean that John the Baptist was six months older than Jesus. But does it mean that John the Baptist was more spiritual than Jesus? No. No. So sometimes, sometimes you see people who are old in age and they let their age deceive them. No, they are younger children. I know, I, I know a church, the pastor is, is, when I became a ministry shepherd, I was the long, youngest person in the ministry. All the people were workers. I was after my trick. Yeah, they drive their cars, they come to park. Then I said, let us pray. Father, I bind all spirits of pride. I speak the spirit of humility. Open their hearts, oh God. Jesus. Jesus. 
spirit of pride, come out. Out now. May they receive the pure and engrafted word of God. Now. I said, you may say amen now. And take your seat now. Then they will sit down. I said, today, I came to tell you from the volumes of the book, the mind of God concerning you in the days that is to come. No, it's just automatic. I even remember when I went to university. When I went to university, these same guys, workers, everybody driving. Look, our preacher, we are supposed to close at eight. Our preacher is almost nine. When I finish, then they'll put me in their car, then they'll go and drop me at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't mean they are maybe two years older than me. No, old with children. Everything I had not even found a beloved. When I went to university first semester, they said every Thursday I must travel and come back and come and pray with them. So they'll pay for my transportation to try. I was in university in another province. They'll pay for my transportation. Then I'll travel, come and pray with them for three, four hours. Then I'll travel back to school the next morning. Yeah. And it was nice because anytime I feel that I'm going, they'll give me some dough to go with her. <laughs> Yeah, big brothers. They look after me nicely. But I was their shepherd. Until one day, my pastor found out that I was coming all the way from school. So he trapped me at the prayer meeting. And he said, hey, you, there's a reason why you are in the university. Stay in the university. If you keep coming, these guys will not rise up to do what you were doing with them. So stay in the university and allow them to rise up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I came to them. I said, listen, today from today, I have decided by divine inclinations and prophetic leadings through the word of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit that today is the last I'm coming for this prayer meeting. When you come pray. Yeah, and I left them. No more money. <laughs> obedience, obedience, obedience. Yeah. So you have children. They are more mature than adults. I'm not, I'm not starting an uprising children to rise. I'm just saying yo, it doesn't correspond. So grow in the spirit. Yeah, you can be 18 years old, but spiritually you are 34. You can be 32, but spiritually you are 40. You can be 48, but spiritually you are 72. Matured. Christian. Likewise, you can be 11 years old and be two months, baby, drug sucking your tongue. Doesn't correspond unless you start to grow. Yeah. And number seven, I close with this one. Three minutes exactly, I close. Principle number seven. After you are born again, you must grow until you become a teacher. No, until you become a servant of God. They are the same thing, but I'll come to it. After you are born again, you must grow until you become a servant of God. That is where God is taking you to. That you become a servant. That we all be servants of God. Servants of God. Hebrews 5.12 For when the time ye ought to be teachers. The word ought is you should, you must. It's a command. It's an instruction. For when the time ye ought 
to be teachers. That's why I use the teachers. You have need that somebody teach you again what would be the first principles of the oral tales of God. What I'm teaching, and I become as such as need milk and not strong meat. What I'm teaching you, they are the first principles of, of the oracles of God. They are the foundational messages of Christianity. Some of you have even heard it before, or not. Like when the first one I talked, seven great principles. I, when I was coming to start this series, I was tempted not to even teach the seven great principles because I've taught it so many times. And God rebuked me. Go and teach it. If they know it, you will see it in their lives by now. So go and teach it. Yeah. Go and teach it. The first principles. But the reason why I say, oh, but we know this. Why is it teaching us this thing again? These scriptures, they are the same scriptures. We have read them before we have read. When you are not a teacher, it makes no difference to you. Yeah, because it's like it's the same thing. I mean, if you take like this guy, come, come, you. He's teaching seven great principles. The first one, principles of salvation. Come up, come up. The ground is low. He's teaching seven great principles at Cinderella, his center. Do you get it? So, as I'm teaching this thing, it's so important. He cannot, he listens. Sometimes he tells me things that I have said. I can't even believe that I said them. Do you know why the message is important to him? After I finish... Wednesday, is that when you have said? Wednesday, he has to go and teach. So he comes to sit down to arm himself proper. The thing becomes now useful to you. The reason why it's not useful to you is that you, don't, you, you have heard it so many times, but there's nobody who will explain it to that. Oh, you see, uh-huh. you see when, when, when Bishop was saying signs of a, of, of a children, so do you remember signs of a children? A children is a lot of childs. You get it. So I want you to understand the English. A children is a lot of Charles. When you put a lot of Charles together, they become a children. Do you, do you get it? Uh-huh. When he was talking about a children, and he was saying the test is loyalty, it, what he meant was that, that can you be trusted? Can you be faithful? Can you, can you stand by what you believe? That's what. Then he used Jesus to, to Jesus' temptation to explain it, and then you will be getting more understanding. But when he, when, when, when you are not going to teach anybody anything or you are not planning, you are not a teacher, it's like, eh, eh, can we close? He said three minutes. Three minutes you will be done. Which type of three minutes is he using? Heaven's minutes or Peter Marisberg's three minutes? Stop taking pictures. Please go and sit down. I've changed my mind. Go and sit down. Yeah. Is it heaven's three minutes that he's using or South Africa three minutes or he's using three minutes from uh, Congo? Yeah. But the one who's teaching it, he's, he's sad that Three minutes. I, I need more explanation to this point because when I stand there on Wednesday, I want to be able to explain it categorically, systematically, orderly, and emphatically. Yeah. I said what? I want to explain it categorically, systematically, orderly, and emphatically. Yeah. As well as analytically and gradually. There's a time you have to be teachers. That's where God is getting you to. Malachi 3.17, I read this scripture. It says, and they shall be mine. This is a blessing God has for when people rise up to be. That's why some people are center leaders. Some, that's why some people are basanta leaders. That's why some people are basanta leaders. We are trying to get there. Children, they don't take responsibility for anything. They don't do anything in the house. Yeah, they don't do anything. 
in the house. They are just sitting and watch TV. Eat, watch TV, eat, and watch TV again, eat again, watch TV in the same day. And, and watch TV and watch TV, eat and watch TV, eat and see people eating on TV, then they eat also, then they like that. That's all they do. Long time ago, I said in my house, never. I mean, it's so beautiful when your children get to the level, you can send them, you can get them to do, they begin to serve you, they can do things for you. Yeah, it's so beautiful. God also enjoys it. When they are children, one, one, one lady, she told me, hey, I see that in your house, there's neither male nor, uh, and there's neither Jew nor Greek, male nor female, bond or free in your house. Do you know what she meant? She said, in my house, everybody does everything. From cooking to sweeping to cleaning to washing of dishes. Going, once you live in the house, you will do it. Everybody. Children, mothers, father, everybody. Go do some. Yesterday, I had a little celebration for my son. When we finished, we were coming, he said to me, I thank God that there are no dishes at home to do. I said, who told you? I said to him, who told you? I said, you will be surprised. I told him, I, I threatened him, you will be surprised. And lo and behold, when we got home, the dishes were waiting for him. Yeah. After the celebration, when you come, you take off the celebration, then you get to the job. That's the beauty of having a child. Those of you who are afraid to let your children learn how to do things. You are, you, 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 I, I think today's parents are disappointing today's children. Yeah. We as parents today, we are a disappointment to today's children. Yeah, because we won't be hard and strong and teach them the right things. Yeah, even, even when you have to rebuke them, they do something wrong. Instead of rebuking them, they, you take their sides and you get them even more rotten. Later on, when it starts to affect them, they will look back and say, my mother was wicked. My father was wicked. But if you stand your ground today and you help them and you train them the right way, when they grow up, they'll say, hey, today they may not be happy with you. I don't think my children are happy with me all the time. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. But one day they'll look back and say, God bless. God bless you, God, for my father. God bless you, God, for the hard father. Hey pastor, hey, pastor, if I rebuke him, he won't be my friend. Look, you should see friendship between me and my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote a letter to my son when I was writing the letter. I was crying. Even as I'm talking, I feel like crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I woke up at dawn to write the letter. I, I couldn't sleep. I thought about it so much. I woke up at dawn and I wrote a letter to my son. Yeah. You say he won't be your friend. You don't understand friendship. You really don't. You are mistaking these things you see on TV as friendship. Yeah, I wrote, when I, I, I said when I wrote the letter, anytime I read the letter, I get to a particular place, I feel like crying. And at that place, I was talking about the love of God. I said, my son, the most important things in your life is number one, your relationship and your love for God. Jesus loved you more than anybody on, in this earth. He shed his, sorry, he shed his blood for you. Then your, 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 your parents, your family, your mother, your brother, your family, and your career. You are talking about love. You don't even know love. You ask your, ask your father talked to you to cry before. Just to express how much God loves you to cry before. You, 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 you stop what you are doing. You are spoiling the children. And when they, one day, may they not look back and pray some prayer. Rise up. Parents, let's rise up. Today is Mother's Day. Mothers, let's rise up and serve our children. Look, you are looking.
looking at just today, 2021, 2022. Let's look at 2030 when you are no, when you can no longer control them, when you can no longer give them instruction, when you can no longer tell them what to do. You will regret that you didn't show them what to do now. Yeah, maybe by that time they will give you money to eat. Now, if they are giving you money to eat, do you think you can shout at them? You'll see what you eat. Yeah. So tell them now. Tell, mold them in the right way. Now. Sometimes it's, they'll be angry at you for two weeks. It will get there and they, they have a way of forgetting. But when they grow up and their lives work, they will look back and say, God bless God for my mother. God bless God for my father. So I'm saying that when your children get to the place where they can serve you, they can help you. I told my son that, listen, now you are 16 years old. You should be able to tell by superpowers when I'm looking for you. Don't wait for me to call you. You should be, I've I've called you for 16 years. By now you know the sequence and you know the timings. You know what I will need. So you you should be able to discern by reason of experience and prophetic inclinations that I'm calling you and appear in my room at once. It's so nice. So that's the beauty of having children. And that's the beauty of God saving us. When we get to a point where we can help establish somebody in Christ. We can help follow somebody up. We can help teach somebody. We can help encourage somebody. When God sees it, he becomes so excited. My children have grown and they are now serving me. He says, they shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts. In that day, when I make up my jewels. So God refers to his children who serve him as jewels. Don't start playing the keyboard. I'm closing. And I will spare them. As a man spared his own son. That serveth him. That say, he spares his son who serves him. His son who works for him. When we rise up and we start to work and start to help God. And you can't say, ask for me, I'm helping God. I'm the only place you can help God at is in the church. Where are you helping God at? Or you have another church somewhere you go to. You go on Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. Then Sunday you appear and then Sunday evening you go there. Do you? Since you don't, this is where we must see the help at. This is where we must see. These are the people who need help. And God wants to use you to help them. Yeah. To help them. Bible says, when we help, he will spare us as a man spares his son who saves him. May God spare you in the day of adversity and trouble in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the message to a close. Oh, Jesus. Lift your hands, just pray for yourself that from today you will begin to follow these principles so that you can begin to grow. You will be principle number one. You can either be a child, a baby. The presence of the Lord is here. Be careful. A baby, a mature Christian. Principle number two, if you are a baby, you are controlled by your flesh. Principle number three, if you are a child, you are coming controlled sometimes by your flesh and sometimes by your spirit. Principle number four, when you are matured, you are controlled by your spirit. 
Principle number five, there are temptations at all levels of, of development. Whether you are a baby, if you are a baby, the temptations of the flesh receive power to break out of that stage in the name of Jesus. There are temptations of a child which is with stability, loyalty. May, this, may you receive the power and the insight for these, these traits to be common in your life. Principle number six, your, your natural age doesn't correspond with your spiritual age. And principle number seven, God wants you to become a teacher. God wants you to grow, to become a teacher. Lift your hands and just thank God for his word right now. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. My God, my God, my God. Pray and ask God for power so that you can be stable, so that you can grow. Pray for stability right now, power to be stable in the mind in the heart, in the mind and in the heart that you'll be stable, you'll be so stable it will start to show it will start to show, it will start to show stability in the mind and in the heart in the mind and in the heart stability my God, my God. Lord, come up us, Lord. Release your power, Lord. Release your power, Lord. Release your power, Lord. Let your presence fall on us. Let's sing it one more time. Lord, we proclaim you. Lord, we, we proclaim, proclaim you now. And your mighty power. And your awesome majesty. Oh Lord, come upon us now. And release.
in the name of Jesus, release your power upon us to keep your word, to grow up spiritually into the fullness and the measure and the stature of Jesus Christ, a perfect man in the name of Jesus. Give us the grace, give us the strength, give us the power to be stable and to grow. To be stable and to grow. To be stable and to grow. Grant us stability in the mind. Stability in the heart. That we will be planted. That we may grow and flourish. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus mighty name. And everybody said amen. Say your loudest amen. You are growing spiritually. You are overcoming the flesh. You are overcoming convictions, loyalty, instability, uncertainty. And you are becoming obedient in the name of Jesus. Amen. Why don't we celebrate Jesus? Pray this prayer with me. Everybody say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins. I believe that you died for me out of love for me and you rose again victorious on Calvary's cross. I confess that you, Jesus, the savior of my life thank you Jesus for dying to save me amen why don't you put them hands together for the Lord thank you for joining us we believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley for more information contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street Peter Maritzburg or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.